welcome to another week's episode of Soper's Chat. I'm your host, Christy. We're going to start right off the bat with our fragrance oil of the week. It's Cucumber Melon Fragrance Oil. Now, this one in most cases has zero vanilla content, so I'll point out when one does have vanilla, because there's only a couple of them that do. Um, it's a really well-behaved uh, fragrance oil in most cases. I always suggest that you still test, uh, but it usually doesn't accelerate. It doesn't... Uh, rice. So it's usually one of those that's kind of a go-to if you want something that behaves and it smells really great too. Uh, usually a nice go-to scent for men and women. Uh, but we're going to start out with Elements Bath and Body. Now they didn't have a usage rate listed so you can either A, go with the old standard of one ounce per pound of oil or B, check with them and see if they can provide you their usage rate. Uh, next one we have is Flaming Candle. Now their usage rate is 18.52, so it's pretty high, so you definitely want to roll that back if you're making soap. Um, we, for example, uh, Nature's Garden, they're at 4%, and usually 4 or 5%. When you kind of have high numbers like that, usually that's about kind of where you want to be. Uh, let's see, Flaming Candle, yeah, uh, Wholesale Supplies Plus. Now they had two, and interestingly enough, both of them were the only two that I found that had vanilla in them. Uh, they had uh, the one they called number 122, that one had 1%, and it had a 3.70 uh, usage rate, and then they had one that was 647, which is their 2010 edition, and that one had 2.97% vanilla in it, so it's going to be like a kind of a medium tan, uh, and that one also had 3.70 as the, use, the usage rate, yeah. All right, moving on, we have, um, as I mentioned before, we already mentioned Nature's Garden, 4%. Uh, Rustic Essentials. Now, this one's really cool. There's at 25%, but there's some information that I have about Rustic Essentials that I'll mention later. Um, and they actually have two. They had that one, and then they had a Bath and Body Works type, which is a 5% usage rate. Um, then we have Indigo Fragrance. They had 37.50 as their usage rate. Fragrance Buddy at 20%. Be scented at 18.52. Now, sadly, uh, Nature's uh, Fragrance did not have it. Also, Arizona Mad Oils didn't have it. Lone Star Candles, they have it, but it didn't say what their vanilla content was. So that's kind of iffy, but more than likely it may not have vanilla, but kind of be cautious. Uh, and theirs is 100% usage rate. I was like, wow, that's high. Um, but yeah, you definitely don't want to do that. Way too much. Now, also we have soap making with Lisa, and that one's at six percent. Candle Science, but they are theirs is between three and six percent. Nurture Soap has one at six percent. Uh, let's see, Candles and Supplies has one with the usage rate of fifty-two percent. Bulk Apothecary, theirs is 0.3, so it's really concentrated. Uh, but and they also didn't say how much their. Um, vanilla content was, so that's one that you'd have to reach out and kind of see what they, their rates are by contacting them, or test, 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 test. Uh, then we have uh, Peak Fragrance Oils, didn't have, they have it, but, or actually, I don't think they have it. Um, actually, I think they do, and it didn't say, and I apologize, I've got to double check that one. Essential Depot has it, but didn't say what their vanilla content or their usage rate was, which is unfortunate. Um, and then we have uh, New York Scent, uh, 19%. Uh, unfortunately, Save On Citric, which is Make Your Own Dot Buzz, 
Um, they did not have it. However, they had a cucumber oil, and I've never heard of cucumber oil before. I was like, hmm, I wonder what that is. They must squeeze that cucumber really hard. Uh, I don't know if you want to buy that necessarily, though. It was really super expensive. Uh, and Peak does have cucumber melon, but unfortunately, they're kind of geared more towards um, for candles and less, from what I can tell, towards soaping. But you may want to check with them. If you like Peak Candles, I mean, they're a really popular brand. Kind of like one of those um, Dark Horses kind of fragrance uh, oil companies. Um, so if you do want to reach out to them and find out, that would be great. If you want to go that route. Um, which, no problem. I love their Amish Harvest. It is fantastic. Um, and then we also have FragranceShed.com.au, our Australian supplier. They're at 4%. And Save On Scents. This is also a new one uh, on the list here. Um, only because I was looking for unique fragrances. Because they're one for unique fragrances like gasoline. Um, and uh, I think they had one called Vampire Blood. Uh, I don't know what that smells like. Ooh, I don't know if I want to smell what that smells like. Ooh. Um, they had Zombie. I was like, oh no. Mm -mm. Nope. Uh, I, there's a, a company called Froggy's Fog and they have Halloween scents like Rotting Corpse. Yeah. No, thank you. They sell to uh, haunted houses. Yeah. That stuff's, yeah, memorable. You don't want to smell it. Um, but anywho, Save On Scents, they had two. They had one that uh, was, uh, they actually both are at one to one and a half ounces per pound of oil. Um, and they are unique in that you can get standard, ultra, and like heavy duty. So you can get some powerful fragrance that way. Um, if you do pay attention to the usage rate, um, they do have a section of their website specifically for identifying how strong you should a concentration you should use in your soap if you should use it in soap um, but they up front will say whether or not you if there's any vanilla content also um, they have the warnings like if you want to use something that has cinnamon in it those are kind of oh, not on the tenders but rolling back they have a regular and then they have a bath and body works type so again one to one and a half ounces per pound of oil so that's what we have now. Now, if there's a company that I may have missed that you frequent, please let me know. Also, uh, I'm trying to find out who the fragrance oil companies are over in the UK, and hopefully they have websites that I can peruse in order to include them when I go over the different fragrance oils. So if you know any suppliers over in the UK or over in Asia, wherever you are that I am not touching base on, please let me know. You can either let me know on our Facebook group for Soper's Chat or you can message me at soperschat@outlook.com. But I would love to add them because right now I've got the, the one Australian company. I would like to add more from all over the world. It's very interesting. I wanna, I wanna be able to provide that information to anybody. So that's what we have for our fragrance oil of the week. Uh, our coloring for the week is light orange. Yes, so if you have a soap um, or any product that you have used a light orange, now be it uh, a mica, a liquid colorant, uh, what have you. I don't know if they have light orange oxide. I know they have an orange oxide, but they don't, I don't know if they have a light orange. Maybe if you mix titanium dioxide in it, you'd have light orange, but yeah. Whatever you have there, go to Soper's Chat at Facebook, uh, our Facebook group, Soper's Chat. Post a picture. I want to see it. 
And somebody was kind enough to list what episode it was for, and I really appreciate that. So if you want to list it, what episode that's for, please do. I would love to see creations, not just soap. I love to watch all kinds of creations, like the wax melts, especially when they make pies. Oh my goodness, the, the little candles or wax melts that look like pie pieces. I'm like, mm, you're making me hungry. Um, also, because we missed last week's coloring, the natural coloring of the week, kind of to go along with the light orange, is turmeric. Now, we can't talk about the health benefits of turmeric. There are a lot. Please research if you would like to know more about that. But it is a fantastic coloring, especially if you do like a carrot soap, where you use like a carrot puree or a carrot powder. But turmeric also works really well in it. It gives you that lovely orange color. And the more you use the darker, more vibrant, I'd say deeper orange would be a better word that you get. Now, also circling back, Remember when I was saying Rustic Essentials? OMG. So Rustic Essentials has a one ounce fragrance oil sale going on right now. So you can buy one ounce of every scent that they have, which is fantastic. Uh, they do this once a year. It's an annual event. It started on Thursday, which is fantastic. Uh, but the event goes from basically Thursday until uh, Monday, July 29th, noon Eastern Standard Time. Rustic Essentials is fantastic. They provided us samples at the uh, Old Sage Apothecarian Conference, and their fragrances smell really nice. And they also included, like, um, pens. Oh, I got to go through the little package that I got from them. It's fantastic. Um, I love some of the stuff I got from there. I'll do video on the Soapers Chat Facebook group. So if you want to see video of kind of the goodies that I got from the Old Sage Apothecarian Conference, you got to go. Um, but yeah, it, go to any conference. They're fantastic. They're so much fun. I mean, even if you don't get goodies, the fact that you can hang out with like-minded individuals and people don't look at you crazy when you start talking about soap and candles and wax melts and they look at you like you have a third head and you're just like, what? This is what I do. Well, these people understand. That's the fantastic thing about it. You're around nor what you consider normal people. These people know me. They're my people. Yes. Anywho. So I will do that on the Facebook group for you guys. I'll probably do it Saturday or Sunday because I got time to do that. Also, wish lists for soaping. Have you wanted something so badly you would sell your third child because the first one you've already sold for whatever. Um, yeah. Um, there's things that people would love to have in their soaping stash. Tell me what your soaping stash wish list is. Go on to the Soapers Chat Facebook group. Post your wishes. You never know. Maybe I can work something out with one of the vendors and be able to help people out there. Um, also... I wanted to uh, kind of talk about if you have an ugly soap or one that just didn't turn out the way you were hoping it would, uh, but it smells great, it lathers great, it just doesn't look great. Well, one option that you have with that is you can uh, felt it. There are um, people on YouTube that show demonstrate how to felt a soap which is kind of interesting i've also seen a couple of posts on different facebook groups of where people have felted some of their not so pleasant looking soaps that kind of like oh wow it 
had too much vanilla in it, but it smells great. Uh, so the, what they've done is they've turned around and said, all right, you know what? This doesn't look so hot. I'm going to go ahead and felt this. And usually because it's like wrapping a washcloth around your soap, uh, a lot of times you'll have a situation where people are like, oh my gosh, I really want that. Uh, especially if you do things like make a SpongeBob SquarePants belting type uh, soap or uh, Pokemon or, you know, different little things where the kids would like it. That's one good way of doing it. But also sometimes um, older people like that because then they don't have to worry about using the washcloth. They just, hey, look, it's already wrapped with the, the felt. So you're good to go. So that's one way that you can kind of address the fact that you have not so pretty a soap but still get it to sell. You never know. You may have a situation where people are like clamoring over your felted soaps. All right, and speaking of YouTube, uh, the YouTube uh, YouTuber of the week is N, uh, I'm sorry, S-N-I-F Natural Soap Making. So this is kind of an interesting take on a YouTuber. Um, there are a couple of different people in this group that post um, I believe it's from a Facebook group, but I noticed uh, the different videos have different people that post on there, but it's nice to be able to see the variety. They've got different things like they talk about how to make natural pine tar soap. Uh, they also talk about the most recent one being uh, balsam poplar buds where she uh, infused the oils with the balsam poplar buds and then made her soap with it so that was fascinating um, but there's different things like the wood grain soap um, somebody made it looks like the fishing bobbers I'm like that's different uh, the very first uh episode that you see on the page which goes back to september 25th of 2017 uh, they kind of talk about basic soap equipment and safety gear so that's always a nice thing to start with so if you are interested in natural soap making, um, they're kind of a good resource to look at. They talk about infusing natural colorants. Um, there's uh, a couple of them here. So it's kind of neat. Sto uh, stamping your soaps. Uh, I want to look at the soaping volcano. Again, I'm kind of a, an addict for soaping volcanoes. I really like them. Yeah, but that is our YouTuber of the week. Again, it is S-N-I-F Natural Soap Making. Now, our main discussion of the night is, or the day, uh, is white spots in your soap. Now, a lot of times the white spot could be titanium dioxide that didn't mix in fully, but if you didn't use any titanium dioxide in your soap, what could it be? Well, most likely it is a, a situation where you have um, stearic acid spots. Now, what I mean by that is you have hard oils that are high in either palmatic, palmitic acids or stearic acids because those type of oils and butters melt at a higher temperature than other oils would. Uh, like, for example, 76 degree coconut oil, Psh, that's an ob obvious one at 76 degrees, it's going to melt. So if you have a situation where your recipe is uh, high in stearic acid or palmitic acid, there's a very good chance if you soap cooler, you're going to get spots. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. So if you soap at 
70 degrees or below, 70 degrees Fahrenheit or below, there's a very good chance that you are going to get steric uh, spots. Unless you decide to take those oils and throw them into um, a crock pot or a, a stainless steel pot and cook those suckers. Um, that's one way, of course, because that definitely brings your temperatures up. Um, but it, do you want to do a hot process or do you want to do a cold process? So the best thing to do is instead of soaping at cooler temperatures, it's better to soap at warmer temperatures. So if, if your temperatures are at 70 degrees, and of course 70 degrees Fahrenheit is 21 degrees Celsius roughly. So that's something to keep in mind if you're soaping and you check your temperatures and they appear to be a little low, you may want to, if you have a microwave in your area, that you can pop them into for a few seconds, please be very careful. One thing I noticed I, when I was doing my presentation on, at the conference, I had my oils where they, the, the palm oil and the, um, I think it was the coconut oil, they hadn't melted all the way yet. I put them outside because it was really warm, still didn't do it. So I put them in the microwave for like 30 seconds thinking, 30 seconds would be perfect. It actually was almost too much, but luckily I didn't have any shea butter in there to make it grainy. But wow, so a little bit goes a long way. So I wouldn't even say 30 second bursts. I would honestly go with 10 second bursts. Be careful and then make sure you have a little temperature gun. There are maybe $10 on Amazon. It is a, if you get a $20 one, they're a good investment. Long story short, good investment. That's, a, that's something you should have in your soaping arsenal. Uh, but yeah, soaping at a lower temperature, not so good when you're worried about the possibility of getting steric acid spots. Uh, they normally suggest that you soak between 85 degrees and 100 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, which uh, 80 degrees, we're looking at about 26 degrees Celsius, and 100 degrees, you're looking at 37 degrees Celsius, which I sadly to say, I'm hearing a lot of places that don't normally get that hot uh, over in the UK and up in Canada are getting that hot right now. So my hope for you guys is that that heat lays off and you can enjoy the rest of the summer at a cooler temperature. Uh, anywho, so yeah, I definitely want to go with the warmer temperatures. Um, if you worry about getting soaping too hot, try to stay under 100. Me personally, I like to use the heat transfer method. So I actually use the, the heat of my lye to melt my oils and my butters. So I, so far, knock on Formica, I have not had to worry about the dreaded oil, the, the white spots, uh, the stearic acid spots. I'm trying to think if I had it at all. Mostly it's just my vanilla issue is the only one I seem to be having problems with. For example, uh, when I did the demonstration, I grabbed two of the fragrance oils that I got as free samples. And one of them was, uh, they're both from Aztec and they smell fantastic. Uh, one was uh, Baja Cactus. Um, and the other one was a uh, orange chiffon cake. Oh my goodness, it smelled fantastic. Unfortunately, it was 13% vanilla content. I'm like, oh, that's going to get brown. So, and it did. It's a beautiful chocolate brown. And I think part of the reason it's a beautiful chocolate brown is because I used pink Kellen clay in it. But it's gorgeous. It it smells fantastic. It's way darker than I was anticipating. But it's a beautiful color. And the Baja Cactus discolored very, very lightly. There was like a little bit, I think it was 1% vanilla content in that. But it was, a, that one I used, um, it was a yellow clay. I can't remember what it is. 
but um, that one, the, because it was more yellow, the discoloring that it was supposed to be a light tan, it's just yellow. But the other one, oh, it's just a gorgeous brown. Um, I'll post pictures in the in the Soper Shop Facebook group. Yeah. So long story short, you want to go with if you're going to use any any of the oils and the butters, and the way you can tell whether or not your oils or your butters are going to be higher in either the stearic acid or the palmitic acid is go to a calculator. Uh, if you go to like Soap Calc, for example, uh, they have the listing the breakdown on there of what the oil contains. Uh, I think the Sage has one as well. If there's another calculator that you happen to use uh, and you want to recommend it to other soapers, go, I, I know I'm kind of a broken wheel here. I keep talking about the Soapers Chat Facebook group, but I want everybody to be able to share this information because I feel it's so beneficial. There are other fantastic Facebook groups out there as a matter of fact, I'm trying to find more Facebook groups that I can go in and uh, get inspiration from. So if there are Facebook groups out there that do soaping and you want to recommend them, please do. Because I would love to be able to give them a shout out so other people can enjoy them just as much as I do. Um, and I don't have a Facebook group for this week. I'm like, ah! I'm kind of resisting the D-Stash pages just because reasons. Um, D-Stash, yeah, I don't need more supplies. I'm already kind of overflowing as it is. I have a weakness for fragrance. I can't help it. Yes, anywho. So, yeah, that I hope this helps with regards to when you end up with those white spots. If it's not where you use titanium dioxide, it's a very good chance that it's stearic acid spots. And there's a really good article that I was gathering a lot of information from, from Love & Soap. They're a fantastic resource. I, one of the things I love about them is the fact that they do also have a chart on their page that helps you, the soap making oil chart. Um, as a matter of fact, I think that one also talks about the palmitic acid and the stearic acid in each of the different ones. You have to kind of dig around in there to get more information. Um, but it is really nice to be able to get that information. I apologize. I'm actually looking at it right now and they don't. However, they do talk about if it's a hard bar uh, or hard oil or soft oil, what it does for your soap, the recommended usage rates, which is fabulous. Um, and then if you're going to break the rules. So like, for example, the first one on the list is coconut oil. That always tends to be kind of like a staple in most, uh, most soaps. Now, if you can't use coconut oil because you are allergic to coconut oil, there's also babassu oil. Now, that's also, I believe, on here as well, but it's a nice substitute. Now, usually if people have a nut allergy, that's when it's good to have a research source that you can go to that you can say, okay, well, they're allergic to sweet almond oil. What can I use in place of sweet almond oil in my soap that will give me the same results that I can do use so that this person doesn't have a, a, a reaction to the soap. So those are things to consider uh, with regards to oils. I know I kind of went off on a tangent though, but uh, I will provide a link to the article that I had looked up. And if you have any anything to contribute as well, please let me know. I am definitely open to information and I am not one to be offended if somebody corrects me. Uh, somebody corrected one of my, uh, Anne, wonderful, uh, corrected um, 
my presentation uh, with regards to cleaning up lye spills. Um, long story short, it, the, the end warning was do not use vinegar to clean a lye spill. Do not use vinegar to clean up a spill on yourself uh, because it is going to burn and it will hurt. Um, so yeah, um, I think I talked about that a little bit in the first, the second episode. Um, but I digress. So I will provide a link to the article as well. If you have another article that you would like to contribute to discussion of the white spots in soap being usually stearic acid, please feel free to message it to me at soaperschat at outlook.com. I will include it so everyone else can benefit. Um, that's all we have for this week. Uh, if you have any suggestions for discussion topics, if you have Facebook groups that you want to mention, if you have YouTubers that you want to give a shout out that you watch religiously, uh, we all watch royalty, so that's a gimme. I haven't talked about it because it's a gimme. We all kind of watch her. <laughs> so, yes, we all know Katie. She's fantastic. We watch. I watch religiously every week. We're good there. Yeah, but if there's any other uh, YouTubers that you want to give a shout out to that I haven't talked about, shoot me a message. You can either do so through soaperchatatoutlook.com or the Sober Chat Facebook group. But tune in next week and we'll have more to discuss about soaping and soap matters. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Bye. <laughs>